We're back with another episode of Pastime Rants. As always, give us a follow on Facebook or Twitter at Pastime Rants. Uh, if you want to give our YouTube channel, uh, Pastime Packs, a follow. We talk a little bit about a sports card show that we went to this weekend, um, as well as some of the preseason football that's going on right now. Give our takes a little bit on some rookie quarterbacks that made their debuts this past week. Um, that's pretty much this whole episode. And you just meet interesting people in bathrooms in Scottsboro. It's just a, that, a magical time. That's what happens. Yeah, it's just <laughs> magical things happen. All right, let's get into it. Let's go. We're back after a little bit of a layoff. I'm not dead. Yeah. No, you're not. You're here. I am. You're you here to quit the show. No. We're back. Yeah, we didn't get the Spotify deal, though. I didn't. You know, I had to tell Zach that I didn't actually quit the show. <laughs> uh, so uh, we've got preseason football. We took a little layoff. I mean, we really didn't have anything to talk about. There wasn't a whole lot of sports going on. I was ending school, too, so I was busy. Yeah, so preseason football is kicked up. It's really our first look at a lot of the you know new rookies, the quarterbacks, um, things like that. Uh, so we're pretty much a week into preseason. Um and I guess we can just talk about some some of the rookie quarterbacks. So <clears throat> for the Patriots, obviously we know there's quarter quarterback competition. Cam Newton. Uh, I'd be shocked if the season doesn't roll around week one. Cam Newton's not the starter. I think Cam Newton's starting. I don't know. <clears throat> okay. I, I don't know. Like there, I mean, how good there, is that? There's the hot take. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know who the other guy is. To be honest with you, Cam Newton. It was the starter last year. Yeah. He's still in New England. Uh, Mac Jones, quarterback from Alabama, got drafted okay. there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mac Jones is the second-string quarterback. Uh, How'd he look? He looked okay. He, he didn't do anything impressive. It was all right. I mean, you got it. But under that system, he's Belichick's he, probably going to make him be as conservative as possible. He's right? in a great position. I mean, uh, it's a great place to be for a quarterback. Pretty like good Jones. position. Um, Mac Jones went 13 and 19 for 87 yards. Okay. That he completed some passes, not a whole lot of yards, a lot of checkdowns. Um, Belichick probably just wants a game manager. Um, but of course, this is preseason, the first preseason game. So, uh, I still stand by this. If your name is that, you you better be flashy because that's one hell of a name. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. <laughs> Let's see. Cam went four of seven, forty nine yards. I think he played like a drive. How old is Cam? Uh, thirty two, thirty one. Cam Newton is thirty two. Maybe I thought he was older than that. I really did. I thought he was like thirty five. Cam Newton age. Seems like he's been thirty two. Really, 32. it seems like he's been around longer than that. Yeah, so thirty two. Um, I think Cam's going to be the starter. I think Cam is on a short leash. I think it don't take a whole lot for Cam to get benched for Mac Jones. Um, Cam didn't look great in this game. I don't know. I think he might have played one or two drives. That's usually all starter will play in him. And it's pre- first preseason it's game. Preseason too. I think he might have fumbled the ball once. Um, he didn't look great last year. I, Cam is on the decline. I don't think – we talked about this last year. He's – the Patriots is not the best place for Cam to be. No. That's not their kind of style. Um, mm-hmm. It's a weird relationship there between Cam and the Patriots. Uh, it never really made sense. I'm actually shocked that they brought him back for another year. But like I said, I think he's on a short leash. I think if he comes out, throws a couple interceptions, they get behind, they might lose you know, two, three games. Uh, Mac Jones might be the starter there. Probably. I can see that happening. Um, I still think it's weird to see Cam in a Patriots uniform. It it's is. just odd. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Mac Jones, like I said, 13 of 18, uh, 80, what, 89 yards, whatever it was. I mean, not impressive, not horrible. He completed some passes, um, so not a whole lot to talk about there. Um, they just didn't do a whole lot. Um, some other quarterbacks um, – we had the Dolphins game, Tua, in his second year. The MVP. He completed a ball to the tight end for, I think, like 35 yards, and then he ran like another 15. It was a 50-yard completion, and everybody was like, oh, my God. You he did. Didn't, he didn't complete a pass for 50 yards all year long last year. Woo! Imagine that. They, they started the, the MVP chance already started. 
people were like, oh, my God, he's he's going to tear up the league. Tua doing that is like Ben Simmons hitting a three. It's like you, you're supposed to. Yeah. That's kind of what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So he completes this 50-yard ball. I'm watching the game. I'm going, okay, it's one pass in week one preseason. Mm-hmm. Okay. People are losing their minds. They scored no points off that drive, I believe. Um, if they did, they kicked a field goal. And we go on the next drive out. Tua leads them down the field, gets them into the red zone, and throws a horrible interception. Horrible interception. I mean, it's just bad. Uh, and as soon I texted you, I said, oh, they started the MVP chance, and then he throws the interception in the red zone the next play. I love this shit. Uh, Love it. I was talking to some people, and that got brought up. And I said, when that game was going on, I said, Justin's texting me the whole time, and I can see his face. And this is a podcast, so, of course, another time that you can't see what I'm doing. This is with my head. It's like, and you're going, and then wait about five minutes. <laughs> and then, like, he's, like, giggling to yourself. Well, I knew people jumped the gun already. Yeah. Uh, one pass, and everybody was like, this is the year. I don't get it. Why? I, I don't, I don't get the luck. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't get why everybody just fawns over this dude. I, I don't know. I can't help you. Other than he's a good Christian boy. I don't I, I don't get it. I don't know. Um, I, I'm again, sure he's a nice guy, but he have not showed me shit. Yeah, there's plenty of audio of me now trashing Tua. There's like two point. episodes of it. <laughs> so, I mean, Tua to a Super Bowl. I, I don't need to go into this again, but I'm not a Tua I, believer. I got I, a question. Okay. Who would you pick? You're you had a team and you could only have one quarterback. Would you get Mac Jones or Tua? I like Mac Jones better than I like Tua. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, I just it. wanted to hear you say it. Yeah. Um, and during the draft and everything, I was kind of hoping the Steelers would draft Mac Jones. Um, I think Mac Jones has a much stronger arm. Um Tua, I'm telling you, if Tua had a strong arm, he wouldn't have thrown that red zone interception. Mm. If he would have thrown that ball harder, it probably gets there in time. But it, it was just – it was a weak pass over the middle, and it gets picked off. DBs have tons of time to react to it. He doesn't have a strong arm. I just – I don't get it. I don't get the hype behind this kid at all. Yeah. Um, so that was the Dolphins. Uh, the Bears is who they played. Uh, they have Justin Fields, who I told you I thought the Falcons should have drafted. Yeah. Um Probably the most quarterback controversy of preseason will be the Bears. They have Justin Fields, Andy Dalton, and Nick Foles all in the mix. It's an odd quarterback room. That's a a reality show that they're missing out on. It is an odd, odd quarterback room. Andy Dalton uh, was brought in and was told that he was going to be the starter for the Bears. Um, At that time, they hadn't drafted Justin Fields. As soon as they drafted Justin Fields, Andy Dalton should have realized, oh, I'm not the starter anymore. <laughs> You're lucky to have a job. <laughs> so Andy Dalton, um, obviously with the Bengals for a long time, he can win games. He can get you into the playoffs. You're going to be a middling team. Um, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. No. Um, Nick Foles, uh, obviously inconsistent. Had a little bit, a hell of a playoff run with the Eagles to win a Super Bowl. Okay, uh, but it was almost flash in the pan. Uh, Joe Flacco, That's what Joe Flacco esque, um, and of course people lost their minds. But Nick Foles has shown flashes before where he goes out and throws six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, it was never consistent. Uh, the Jaguars gave him a whole bunch of money last year. He's hurt like week one. <laughs> um, now he's with the Bears. Um, so is he healthy now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Uh, Justin Fields should be the starter. Justin Fields, I think was the most impressive quarterback of the bunch. Let's see. It's like the worst thing, the worst pool to, to pull from. Like, so here's the quarterback. Andy Dalton started the game. He went two or four for 18 yards. Okay. Again, he probably played one drive, mm-hmm. one or two drives. Uh, Nick Foles went one of three for eight yards. Justin Fields went 14 of 20 for 142 yards and a touchdown. I think he ran one in uh, on the ground, too. So, yeah, he went five for 33 on the ground for a touchdown. Five for 33? Yeah, he had five carries for 33 yards. Oh, oh okay, okay. That said five passes for – or 33 passes for five. I misheard you. Yeah, so bad. five carries for 33 yards and another touchdown. Okay. So, okay. he had two touchdowns he accounted for. Was 14 of 20 pretty accurate? 
Uh, Dolphins' defense is pretty good. Obviously, this is preseason. Not all the starters are playing everything. So I don't buy into it too much, but Justin Fields is the best quarterback on that team. I don't buy into anything in preseason. Yeah. I, I don't take preseason serious. Mm-hmm. I never have. Hey, it's just warm up. It's it's only used for it should only be used for the rookies. They're pickup games. Yeah, they're backyard pickup games <clears throat> for me. Really, it's just to see it, what it the, doesn't matter. You can test some new things out. You can just play around. Uh, but I, Justin Fields again. This was still the most impressive quarterback on this team. That's that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you're Andy Dalton. You've been in the league how long? Uh, he's been there for a minute. Uh, I don't know what he's drafting. You're Nick Foles, and you have a ring. Yep. And there's rookies coming in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I agree. I think they should have drafted him, but I think Justin Fields will be the man in Chicago. Um, let's see who else. We got the Browns and the Jaguars. It's um, our first look at Trevor Lawrence, the first overall pick, and he had a pretty uneventful start. Um, went six of nine for seventy-one yards. Um, I think he did fumble the ball one time. I think he recovered it, but he did get sacked and fumbled the ball. Um, get used to that. Yeah. <laughs> get used uh, to getting sacked. Yeah. And I think I saw something that I may mess this up, but I think the Jaguars have one of the most expensive offensive lines in the league. How? Why? What? I think I saw that the other they day. They don't act like it. Let me see. Do they? Did see. I miss something or? Um, I, I don't know. And to be fair, I had to explain this to somebody um, on another podcast is that I can only concentrate on one thing at a time and my brain is still in NBA mode. Mm-hmm. So I barely know what's going on with the NFL and, and the individual players and all that. I might switch back, but I'm just not looking forward to this season. Like at all. <laughs> I, I may have. I just caught a glance of that on the TV one day. I, I may have been mistaken that, but I, they're not ranked in like the top of offensive lines. But they're paying them out. I, I may have read that wrong. I don't know. And you got to and also keep this in mind: the guy that owns the Jaguars also owns AEW. And all that the one thing I've learned from the wrestling organization, the one thing I've learned from AEW is that they will just throw money at anybody. Justin, I'm not even exaggerating. Is like if they want you, and you're with like the WWE's courting you, and let let's say WWE's going to give you a two million dollar contract, right? Mm-hmm. I kid you, I kid you not. That dude from the Jaguars, <laughs> whatever that guy's name is, he goes, we'll give you seven. <laughs> well, I would have done it for three. So, okay, eight. <laughs> that's how they do it. Yeah. So that does not surprise me at all if that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I, I can find that. I just staff, wish I had that kind of money. I could just throw it, people. Yeah. So again, Trevor Lawrence, he had one good throw in that game. Uh, I remember they played it over and over again. Uh, aside from that, they didn't do a whole lot. Um, big news from Jacksonville is your favorite player got cut this week. Tim Tebow is not going to make the active roster for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm somewhat, you shouldn't be surprised that he didn't make the team based on football. I love it. I am shocked that he didn't make the team because of Urban Meyer. Yeah. This was essentially a handout. Urban, Urban Meyer was giving his friend, his old buddy, yeah. Tim Tebow, hey, thanks for those national championships at Florida. Appreciate it. Here's you a couple bucks. Come sign, play the Jaguars for a little bit. Tim Tebow, we talked about it. He's a great athlete. He was. At this point, he's been out of the league six, seven years at this point. minute. Moving to a position like tight end uh, is going to be tough. It's making him do something he's never done before, which is block. And this is at the highest level, too. Blocking NFL defensive linemen you've never really blocked before. I don't think that's going to turn out well. It's not going to turn out well. If you're an NFL player, you can catch football. Yeah. You can catch football. You're supposed to. Yeah. You can, you can play pitch and catch. Okay. That being said – one of the main jobs Tim Tebow was going to have to do was block people playing tight end. How'd he do? There was a video that went viral uh, that trashed Tim Tebow on his blocking ability. Uh, and again, I, I showed you this. You've seen the play. Yes, you showed it to me. You've seen the original one, the one that went viral, right? Yeah. Okay, so the defensive end, Tim Tebow pulls from the left, comes to the right, 
the defensive end crashes in hard. It's an outside run. Tim Tebow kind of whiffs on him. He clips him a little bit. It was a weak block. Don't get me wrong. It was weak. It was ugly. It was effective. I'll say that. I'm not defending it, but it was effective. His man didn't make the play. It worked. I think what I'm going to give Tim Tebow the benefit of the doubt, he didn't expect the defensive end to crash that hard in. So he kind of was out of position. He wasn't expecting him to be that far down and kind of just whiffed on the block. Um, The very next play, uh, I cannot give him the benefit of the doubt. He was man up with a guy, uh, defensive end, I believe. And he went to run block him, and that defensive end threw him off like he was a child. Yeah, it's it was, he wasn't there. <laughs> it was like I was blocking him. Like, it, and again, um, he he probably committed to I'm going this way, um, and that defensive end knew he already committed to that block and going that hard, and he just shucked him, just threw him off, and he went flying. Uh, and that one's ugly and ineffective, and that man made the play. <laughs> well, I just I, – I was looking – I was trying to remember what I posted the other day, and it, it is true. I'm just glad he didn't go to the Dolphins because if Tua would have connected to a touchdown to Tebow, ESPN would have imploded. The yeah. seventh seal would have been broken. And, again, he didn't make the team, and that, that tight end room in Jacksonville is not good. It's not like he had to beat a lot of guys. Yeah, it's it's a pretty brutal tight end room down there. So if he was going to make a roster as a tight end, this is probably the most makeable roster. I think it was an it is an enormous waste of time. Yeah, if you're a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, you should be offended by that. Mm-hmm. Is that just a waste of time, money, resources, and everything on a guy that had no business coming in to the league again, much less a tight end? They should have started him at I don't know linebacker or. Punter oh, no. or water well, boy. I'm just saying it, none of them. Yeah. He sucks. I don't like him. Look, <laughs> I, and I will say he should have made this transition sooner. I when he was drafted. When he was drafted, if he would have if he would have been willing to make this transition then, maybe. He could have done it then. Maybe. Uh, he could have developed. He could have played like a fullback position or something like that. I think he could have done it. Absolutely. Uh, but at this point, uh, being out of the league for six, seven years, you've never played the position before. These guys are getting younger. They're getting stronger. And they're, they're getting bigger. They're animals. I mean, yes. They're just so, they're, they're the most scary people on the planet to an extent are NFL defensive players. They're, they're not, it's not just that they're stronger and faster than you. They have footwork. They have technique. It's like on oh, top of everything else. And they've been doing this for years. Yes, they have it down to a literal science. It's like they're going they're going to be stronger than you. They're going to be faster than you. And on top of that, you're not going to outwork them. You're not going to out your footwork. Is, they're going they're just going to put you on your ass. They're going to move you out of the way and kill whoever they're going after. And, and Tim, Tim, Tebow's like, I can do it. Yeah. I'll pray about it. Yeah. So um, I think he could probably make a roster with like the Falcons at quarterback. Uh, I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't care. <laughs> we got AJ McCarron. We don't need nobody else. <laughs> Shit. AJ McCarron got lit up. Good. Because he was terrible. He's always been terrible. He's always been terrible. He's never been good. I'm not going through that route. Go back and listen to some previous episodes. I'll tell you how he got the job. <laughs> so um I guess to round oh, we got two more quarterbacks. Zach Wilson with the New York Jets. He went six of nine for 63 yards again. But he's alive. Nothing a whole lot, uh, not a whole lot impressive here. He also has no competition there. But he's alive. He's alive. They didn't let him die yet. His competition at uh, the Jets is Mike White. Okay. Exactly. And James Morgan. Okay. You heard of either one of those guys? Just now. Yeah. Mike White is a uh, quarterback from South Florida. Mike White sounds like a Sims character. <laughs> and James Morgan is Florida in and out. Yeah, that's if you if you play the Sims four, they're your neighbors. So, so, <laughs> so not, both those guys didn't play at big schools. I'm not saying that's a requirement, but it helps. It, well, like you said, but that's why you weren't sold on Justin Fields, right? No, that's why I'm not. Who was it? Well. Who was you? You were Trey Lance is North Dakota State. That guy. Okay, my bad. And I would, I'm skeptical. I was skeptical when Carson Wentz came out from North Dakota State. And I was pretty much right. <laughs> okay. Coming from a small school, it, it's difficult. A quarterback. Uh, yes. 
because you're not uh, tested. You're not, not you're not tested at yeah. all. You're not playing SEC defenses. You're not playing guys who are primarily guys who are going to play in the next level. Yeah. I mean, you're playing at Florida International. You're not playing a lot of NFL dudes. You're just not. Yeah. Um, I was just clarifying people if anybody was listening is that it's um, is that you've said this before. Yeah. Is that you don't I, trust small. I personally, if I'm a GM of an NFL team, I'm not taking a quarterback like Trey Lance, um, any small quarterback, small school quarterbacks early in the draft. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, yeah, the Jets didn't do a whole lot. Um, The 49ers and Trey Lance, uh, Trey Lance looked good. Trey Lance had a bomb to somebody. Uh, It's like a 70-yard touchdown pass. He might surprise everybody. Uh, he might. You never know. He might. Um, the thing about Trey Lance was he went to a small school last year. They played one game because of the whole COVID thing. And where did he go? He, he went, went to Dakota State. No, ma'am. Where is he? 49ers? 49ers. Okay. I got He's something. in a good system for quarterbacks. I've got something for that is what I was going to say. Was um, If you're listening to this, Brad, Jimmy G is not a great quarterback. Oh, is he saying? Jimmy I had to G have is? almost an argument with a guy saying that he's going to be dropping dimes and he's a Great pure passer. I love you to death, Brad, but Jimmy G sucks. Yeah. Everybody knows he sucks. And he said that with a straight face. Actually said that, that he is one of the best pure passers in the NFL. Let's see how that turns out for you. Yikes. The 49ers a great team. He's he's a game manager at 40, best. 49ers were a, a, a big play quarterback away from winning a Super Bowl. Yes. And it ain't him. Yeah. Um, I had to have this conversation, and I'm still <clears throat> like I still have not have an aneurysm yet. So I'm proud of myself. So I'm trying to find. Let's see what the touchdown was. Trey Lance, he connected with Trent Sherfield for 80 yard touchdown pass. That's awesome. That's a good. That was a good play. Not as good as Tua. That was about it. You know, it's more yards, but still not as good as Tua. So Trey Lance went five of 14 for 128 yards and a touchdown, with okay. 80 yards of that being one play. And a touchdown. You could do a lot worse. So he went the rest of the time, he went four of 14 for 40 yards. So do you think that Jimmy G's like one bad game away from being a couple games from being benched? Well, I mean, he had the one good play. That was about it. Yeah. Um, again, benefit of the doubt being preseason. Uh, but the one play, I mean, it was a nice pass. We'll see. It was a nice pass, and he's a he's a dual threat quarterback. So I Jimmy G is on a short leash. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, So it, what you're saying, you wouldn't agree with the <clears throat> argument that I had for that guy. Like, you well, wouldn't agree that he's a, one of the best pure passers in the league. Well, here's the thing. Jimmy Garoppolo, he went three of three for 26 yards. So, I mean, pure passer right there. That's 100% completion rate. I, okay. I guess if that's what you're going by. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm listening to that, and I can feel blood coming out my nose. It's just like I was sitting there going, I can't do this. Again, Trey Lance, this is a good quarterback system. Kyle Shanahan, uh, he can, you know. Oh, no, he's great. I know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he gave Matt Ryan an MVP season, took the Falcons to the Super Bowl, and then shit the bed. But He might have made Matt Ryan better than he actually was. Maybe. I mean, like that offense was him. Yeah. And there's no taking that away from him. But then, so again, yeah. this is a good offense for him to be in. Um, I guess that's really all of the quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much preseason week one. I'm not going to get into. We're not going to go into every single game. Well, I mean, none of them matter. It's just odd that that's the guy that did the best out of the four in the first game. I'd say uh, Justin Fields did the best. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like everybody expected Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence is going to come along as long as sure. they don't kill him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying uh, about Zach and, and Trevor is like, which one of them is going to die first? I like Justin Fields the most. Well, I mean, Trevor Lawrence was the slam dunk number one pick. Everybody said he's like the greatest prospect since like Andrew Luck and everything like that. He'll he'll be good. Is he um, that much better in Burrow in college? Mm-mm. Well, I mean, that's what I'm. That's my question. If you're taking a career, Joe Burrow had one season, which arguably could be the greatest quarterback season in history. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Is like, I don't know. I, I barely know what I'm talking about on this. I'm not an expert on this. This is just a, me looking on the outside in, going, 
everybody's hopping up Trevor and that's great. But I was like, Burrow was like just uncanny when he played. Well, Joe Burrow also come out before that season. Joe Burrow was probably a fourth, fifth round pick and nobody would have thought twice about him. Mm -hmm. And then he lit the world on fire. I mean, just threw for an incredible amount of yards, incredible amount of touchdowns. Everything he did worked that year. He stepped up and he shined when he needed to. Some people, you just have like that magical season. It was just a magical season and he couldn't do nothing wrong. Yeah. And he's on a shitty team now and they beat the shit out of him. That's that's Trevor Lawrence's future. Pretty much. I'll be shocked if if him or Zach do not get hurt this season. Absolutely. One of them's going to get hurt. It's just going to happen. You're on Jets and Jaguars, man. One of you's going to get hurt. Uh, it's it's likely. I it's mean, it's coming. But I mean, if you look at it, I mean, they definitely have a better shot of having a bust career rather than like a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, and I wish them the best. It'd be really cool to see like, you know, the next Peyton Manning or next Tom Brady sure. coming up or something like that. But I'm just saying, these, these great. Now, you're, when you're looking at these quarterbacks, you're going, who's the next Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I'm sitting here going, why is it all these great quarterbacks now they got to go to shitty teams? Well, that's just the way the draft works. I know, but Patrick Mahomes didn't go to no. a bad team. Like, he went to an okay team. Yeah. We know the Jets are going to – they're going to get you hurt. Jacksonville's going to get you hurt. Or they – you likelihood. And but if you're healthy, lot, you're just going to fizzle. A lot of teams – but he didn't go – Patrick Mahomes didn't go one, two, three – uh, I mean, where'd there, he go? There was a couple, there's teams that passed on him. What do you go like day I, I don't 10? Know. He went in the like the back end, nine, 10, something like that. Okay, so I mean, a couple teams passed on him. He didn't go to the worst team. I'm just saying, it's like a lot of talents wasted on shitty teams, is what I'm saying. And then how the draft works is kind of sucks. He's number 15. No, 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 pick 10. Yeah, he got picked 10. So he got really lucky. Kind of. He got really lucky that they didn't see his, see greatness. But they, they drafted Mitchell Trubisky number one. Well, there you go. That's a no-brainer. Okay. And again, like, <laughs> when that draft happened, he, they picked Trubisky over Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Wow. Makes no sense. Wow. No sense. Because even when you go back to Brady, it's like when you look back in the, in the, the lens of then, it makes sense that he got skipped over so much. You look at it now; it's like, oh, well, they were that because well, he he really wasn't bringing that much to the table. You didn't understand what you were getting, but with like players now, you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but with Patrick Mahomes and you said Deshaun Watson too. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Yeah, the Bears passed over both of them. What's because they're the Bears, Mr. Trubisky. That's why they had to get this one right. That's why they traded up to get Justin Fields. They said we can't screw this up again, and they might have done. They Maybe. might they, they they might have helped themselves a lot. Yeah, you I, never know. I re- I like Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields coming out of college. Um, I think with him slipping a little bit, probably has a chip on his shoulder. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, you're looking for the next Patrick Mahomes. And if you're lucky, one of these guys might be the next Patrick Mahomes. One of them. I don't think you're going to get another Patrick Mahomes, but another great quarterback. Sure. Patrick Mahomes is kind of his own thing. He's kind of his own – like he's in the the same as like a Russell Wilson or somebody like that. They're kind of not necessarily. I don't. I wouldn't call him a traditional quarterback. Like you stay in the pocket. Like Tom Brady be a traditional quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you look at like Lamar Jackson is like more of a Michael Vick. Like Patrick Mahomes kind of like right in the middle. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes makes plays with the legs. Has an incredible arm. Yeah, he's like he's like that perfect storm. He's like Blade. Like he's the day, he's the daywalker of quarterbacks. It's like he has all their strengths and none of their weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? Is that like Lamar Jackson and and, and Vic were limited, but they just run you out of the building. Well, Lamar didn't even do that last year. But and then you got like your Peyton Mannings and your Tom Brady's. They stay in the pocket and just eat you alive. And now you got this new kind of quarterback that can do both. Yeah, and when you you're granted with all that, you got to you're cursed to sound like Kermit. The- the frog. There's always a trade-off, man. You can't have everything. It's like like when you were building your character, yeah. it's like they had no more points for like charisma. Yeah. It was like speaking voice. Oh man, shit. We used everything on like arm. We gotta give him a two on that. And then he's sitting there, he's like, Oh man, you are the best I've ever seen. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> You're like, oh shit, it's okay. Yeah. So uh that, that pretty much does it, wraps it for preseason week one. Um as the weeks go on, we'll see 
we'll start to see who the starters are and some of the, you know, the quarterback competitions play themselves out. So we'll see what happens. But uh, we're going to take a break real quick, and then we're going to talk about what of our uh, going to a card show last weekend. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, we're back again. Um, so, yeah, last week we had a, a little bit of an adventure. We went to a card show. Oh, it was an adventure. <laughs> in Scottsboro. In the middle of nowhere. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that because I knew what we were going to talk about, but I didn't even think about the town until you just said it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's like going into Mordor. It's it was, <laughs> like the Scottsboro Civic Center, which was it really was in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, On a Saturday morning. Yep. About we left, what, eight o'clock? We left about four, eight o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. About an hour and a half drive. Yeah, got down there and we're like, man, I'm hungry. You hungry? Like, yeah, I'm hungry. All right, let's, let's find someplace. Of course, like if you're not from here, you don't understand that Jack's on a Saturday. Might as well be like a sold out Rolling Stones concert. Like they're <laughs> like they're lined up down. Like I'm talking about cars to the freaking road. Mm-hmm. So we usually get, in the road. Yeah, and we get out and say, well, let's just go in. Was no no where do we go first? Uh, Burger King. We went. We tried Popeyes. Popeyes was closed. Popeyes closed. Popeyes, Popeyes, Popeyes doesn't do breakfast. They said they don't care. It's Scottsboro. We don't give a shit. <laughs> so we go to Burger we, King. We go Burger King. We tried to go. In, the line was wrapped around that building. We tried to go inside. They said no. You can't come in here. No, it's locked. They gave us the finger too. <laughs> so we said, well, our only option is Jack's, right? We're. I'm, I don't know about you. I'll starve. Right. I'll starve. I have to eat, or I'm gonna kill somebody at this thing. I never. <laughs> How can I put this? You feel a lot better about yourself after you walk out of a Scottsboro Jacks. I'll tell you that. That's the best way I can tell you because the people that were in front of us in line, we're sitting there shaking our heads. You're looking at me. I'm looking at you going, wow. Like, well, first of all, we're going, uh, we should have just waited in line in the drive through Yeah, it might have been quicker. I think it would have been quicker if we waited and behind 20 cars in the drive through To be fair, though, we found out that they were only allowed to take three orders at the counter at a time. Whatever. But it didn't help that one guy didn't understand how to communicate. Like, I'm not talking about how not to use a card. I'm not talking. I'm surprised he got out the front door and got in a car and got there. I wanted to ask, did somebody drive you to work or do you drive yourself to work? I walked out of there. I, my confidence was through the roof. Like, <laughs> my jaws on the ground, confidence through the roof. Yeah, they were going, the, the lady taking the orders, she was going, sir, what is your name? <laughs> And he was, I'm sorry. He was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. Yeah. What is your name? Uh-uh. <laughs> He's just like, nothing. You're not going to get me. We're like, we're going to be here forever. <laughs> it was kind of uh, entertaining though. <laughs> so we get out of Jack's, we go down the sports card show had already been open for an hour. At that point, we walk in. Um, this is the first time I've ever been to anything like this. There was strictly card shows. First time I've been to one that yeah. was just cards. Yeah. And it's exactly what you think it's going to be. Yeah. So we walk in. It's a Civic Center. Uh, I think it's supposed to be like 150 tables. There's a lot of people there. There's a they, lot. Of, they call it a Civic Center. It's more like a community center. Sure. It, was it wasn't fine. huge. It wasn't huge, but I mean, it fit what it was. Yeah. Um. So they uh, they had, like I said, 150 tables. There was a lot of people crammed into this pretty small space or whatever. But uh, it was. Pretty cool. Um, walking around, uh, I've gotten into the sports card thing like full on. Like I am like this is my full time job now. Pretty much. <laughs> um, uh, it would be fun to do. It'd be fun to, if you can make money doing this. It'd be fun to do. Um, of course, we've talked about sports cards before being insane right now. Yeah. Um, prices of sports cards are crazy. Um, it's a fun hobby, and again, it. It's not much of a hobby anymore because of how expensive it is. To give an example on um, your um, pastime packs, the mm-hmm. YouTube show, um, and if you if you listen to this and you watch that, I don't know why it doesn't translate back to this show, but whatever. Um, you opened a couple of uh, NBA Prism packs, right? Mm-hmm. And you bought them retail. You found them for mm-hmm. twenty bucks a piece, right? Tell them how much they were selling for. So hanger boxes were going for about twenty bucks. This is prism. This is like top of the line. Like, well, not they're the coolest. It, to me. It's it is one of the top of the line uh, products that Panini releases. Um, 
And obviously people are buying them and reselling them. We've talked about how hard it is to find them, to find any cards. You were lucky to find them when you found them. So I found some retail at uh, Walmart. Um, I bought them for $20. I bought the the fat packs for, I think they were selling for 11, I think, Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, anyway, the, the hanger boxes themselves are selling for like 65, mm-hmm. uh, that's secondary market. That's eBay. Uh, if you find them at any of these card shows or so anything like 20 that. to 65. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're tripling the price. Yeah. Um, if you find like a mega box or something like that, get ready. NBA prism mega box, probably about 300 bucks, yeah. 250 retail, 50, bucks. 50 bucks. You're going to pay three. Yeah. 253. Very expensive. It's, uh, it's absurd. Yeah. And to give you an example, if I would have paid $65 for that box, there ain't no way I made money on that. Nope. And like I told you, it's like, you're the same way as me. It's like, you want to open the stuff. Sure. But I, I was telling I, my, I had a hard time buying it when I find something retail and I've thought long and hard about flipping those prison boxes, selling them on eBay. I mean, I could have sold them for 65 bucks easy. I'm making yeah. 45 bucks a box, but I have a hard time not opening it. So I told my wife about it and I said, if you ever see where I spent a hundred bucks at Walmart, don't question me because if I find two of those boxes, we ain't opening those like the $50 boxes. I'll flip those in things. Yeah. Like even it, I, it's hard. If you find a mega box, it's hard not to, because if you get a guarantee, you're on five times your money. Yes. It's hard not to flip it. It really is because more than likely what you pull in there ain't going to make you that kind of money. Well, like that, that's the thing is like, I'll explain this too. Cause I explained to you in the car when we were driving and coming back was if you don't understand is like, if you don't, if you've never done anything like this is like you say, well, if you bought it for 20 bucks and you can flip it for 60, why don't you do that? And there's a thing called goblin brain and goblin brain go click clack. Yep. And that's, and it's the best, is it not the best way to sum up? It, is. it yeah. really is. Cause you're looking at this stuff going, why do I care? Mm-hmm. Is that goblin part of your brain going? I must open it. <laughs> but 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 when you got you pay fifty bucks and you know you can make three hundred, goblin brain can shut up. <laughs> yeah. And again, it, uh, like I said, I open those prison boxes. You can check out the YouTube channel Pastime Facts. I open the prison boxes. I could probably I sold a card out of there for fifteen dollars. I paid twenty, and I've still got the other card. So if you sell them for a dollar or two here and there, you make your money back, make a little bit. You're probably not going to make as much if you would have just flipped it for 65. But there was honestly. a chance. There's always but a it's chance. a lottery ticket. It really is. There's a chance you pull something in there that you're going to sell for a thousand. All right. What did you think of that video I sent to you about the dude opening the baseball packs? Yeah. Uh, you pull something like that. Yeah. You tell me what it was. What was it? Babe Ruth, like game worn. No, it was a Babe Ruth autograph. Yeah. That was I put in a jersey. A, it was something was like jersey. that, but it was made into a card. Yeah. And this dude pulls that. I mean, that's, there's no telling how much that thing's worth. It's an addiction. Yeah. You're playing the lottery. Yeah. It's exactly what you're doing. So you, I mean, you open one of those prison packs and you pull a LaMelo ball autographs. uh, You you made a pretty penny. You made a lot of money. Or it could be better than that. Sure. You can can pull a LeBron, uh, a a LeBron or a Kobe or any autograph that you don't know what you can pull now. And those prison boxes, I mean, you're really looking for like the rookies and right now LaMelo ball is like the biggest one. Well, I'm talking about those one of ones. Sure. That could come out. Yeah. That's when I'm when you I get say a one of one. Uh yeah. I mean, you get a one of one, you set the market. Well, that's what I'm saying. You sell is it for whatever you want to sell it for. That's what I say is a lottery ticket. Like the the rookie cards aren't lottery tickets to me. That's just a good pull. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lottery ticket is one of one autograph multiple autographs. Oh, yeah. You uh, the cure to cancer is on it. I don't and, know. And again, a one of one is a, a a card that is the only card mm-hmm. made. You have the only one. So again, if you wanted to resell it, you pretty much say what you want for it. And if somebody's willing, if somebody's to pay willing for it, to come for it, then they'll pay for it. Yeah, and that's why everybody's doing this. That's why everything is absurdly priced and ridiculous. What people are paying for that script. That's why. So I've been doing the pastime packs thing and doing a lot of pack openings. Every time I can find sports cards, I'm buying a little bit on. Not buying a whole lot on a uh, secondary market. If I find a good deal, uh, buy some. Uh, I've made some decent money off selling things on eBay. Um, so it's fun. Um, and my game plan going to this Scottsboro show was to 
dig through people's dollar boxes. So if you don't know, if you've never been to one, they have a showcase, little display box, and it's got all their cool stuff in it. Mm-hmm. It's got all the graded stuff. It's got your Patrick Mahomes and LeBrons and the big carts. Um, and usually sellers have these white boxes. They've got stuff that's not graded. Mm-hmm. It's just single cards here and there. Filler. Yeah, and they're a dollar piece. Most of the time you sit there and I, I sat there, I dug through like everybody's dollar box. You, you and me separated. Yes. Like we didn't stay together hardly at all. No. Because I knew what you were going to do and what I was going to do is completely different. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going through all that. I was just going to see what people, individual pack, uh, individual cards mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I was, I'm digging through these boxes. My goal, my game plan was I'm going to dig through these boxes. If I can pull 30 cards out of here, talk to dude in the 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you get 30 cards for 20 bucks. I list them on eBay. If I sell them for two, three dollars and I occasionally hit the eight dollar, nine dollar card, again, like you say, goblin brain, I'm looking for flashy stuff. I'm looking yeah. for things that are shiny. Um, <laughs> it's true. It, it's real. Um, I'm looking for shiny things. I'm looking for names. Yeah. Um, if you find a Peyton Manning, if you find a Ken Griffey Jr. is huge right now. I found a Ken Griffey Jr. flashy looking card. I said yeah. to you, I bought it for a dollar. I sold it on eBay for nine. Um, so if you can do that consistently, you make money. Yeah. You turn a dollar into nine. I mean, you can make money. And like when I was looking around, I zeroed in on one. I found the Mark Jackson hoops card and uh, I brought it up to some people and they're like, was that the, I was like, that's the one with the Menendez brothers on the, <laughs> on the card or whatever that I, I'm convinced I don't own it because yeah. I can't find it, but I did find that. I just, I will give a hint to people that if you sell cards and that's what you do every weekend, you go from show to show and you're selling your wares, so to speak, or whatever. If you put those cards out there that are, Graded, not graded, but they're in, you know, they're individual cards. They're mm-hmm. not in the dollar thing, whatever. Put a damn price on it. What you're asking. For real. Because uh, the third time I asked about Luca and they said 250 bucks, I quit asking. But I would consider the ones that said like 50 bucks on them or something like that. But you well, don't even, know. I, I even walked up. Uh, again, I'm digging through these boxes. You're gone. You, you've gone around the showroom, I don't know, five, six, seven times. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm digging through these boxes and I come up on a primarily UFC table. It was it had cool. a lot of UFC cards and they had cool. boxes, the cards that usually a dollar, you know, ten dollars, yeah. whatever. And I'm digging through there and I find some cool looking ones. Brock Lesnar, like you found it the, the mat. Yeah, um, yeah. It was like a one of five. Um, and it was I'm, just in a box. Too. It was in a box, and I'm sitting there. I go, hey, how much do you want for this? And the lady sitting there. First of all, internet was service was terrible. Yeah. You couldn't find comps at all. That's the um, one thing that didn't surprise me that day. Sure. <laughs> so I'm sitting here. I'm like, hey, how much you want for this? The the lady's like, let me look, let me look, let me look. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right. And I'm digging through the box and she's still, I can't find anything. And she's talking to the dude, or I guess it's her husband, whatever. And then she's going, I can't find it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you should already know. You should, again, what you said, these things should already be priced, kind of. Before you walk in. It, it, to, to give a frame of reference, this isn't just a throwaway card. It's got a piece of a mat on it. Yeah. It's a relic card yeah. with Brock on it. Yeah, and one of five. You um, should know what that is. And I know she. they had a lot of cards, but at the same time, I shouldn't have to stand there for 10 minutes waiting on you to tell me a price. I finally, I, she, finally, I think she said 50 bucks. I was like, I'm good, and just left. And I was like, I'm done looking at anything else because it's going to take this long. It was cool. I, sure. Like you showed me one, like you pulled out a Joanna Yonchenchek autograph card yeah. that I honestly considered. But I was like, afterwards, I was like, they would have won 100 bucks for that. Probably, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Um, and it's probably worth that. Maybe. Like the GSP one, I saw they had a GSP that was like 750 bucks. I well, get that. Well, That's, first, UFC cards are insane right now. Are they really? Yes. They're like, so, to get the boxes, uh-huh. insane. Well, because they're autograph heavy. Maybe. Um, it's but just hard what, to find. It's what I saw. Like, they had, like, it was like, what, a three by five of nothing but UFC autographs. Pretty much, yeah. It was really cool to look at. Yeah. Um, so I'm digging through the box. I'm looking for shiny things. I'm looking for names. Um, I find some cool stuff. I found one of them was Matt Ryan heavy. Uh, you ran off. I was looking for you. The Matt Ryan box. Uh they had just patch card after patch card after patch card. Matt Ryan. He found a good one. There too. was a cool one. There was a quad. It had four pieces of 
jersey mm-hmm. on it, and one of them was either like a name or our number, number or something like that. Then that's stuff you're looking for when you're looking for cards. Is you don't want just the the black jersey. Mm-hmm. You want something that's like two tone that you can kind of tell. Hey, this is where this came from. If you can get like the Falcon logo, the NFL logo, like people lose their minds over that kind of stuff. So it was kind of cool that they wanted like 10 bucks for it. Or you texted me and said, come here. And yeah. this is what was hilarious is I could find him wherever he was because he's, uh, what, what are you about? Six one? Yeah. Six one. And he's wearing a teal blue Tim Dillon <laughs> show uh, t-shirt yeah. with a backpack. So I know where he's at the whole time. So I walk over there and he sh- they show me that Matt Ryan card. And I was like, how much you want for that? It was 10 bucks. I was like, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Cause it was, that was, that was just, I don't give a shit. That's for me. Yeah. I thought it was a real, I appreciate that you found that is that I showed it to Cassie and Cassie's like, okay. I was like, it's got the Jersey on it. Yeah. Look at it. It's freaking goblin brain. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I thought that was a fair price. Sure, because if you, if you were, again, you're, this is for your personal collection. You're not trying to make money on it. No, you don't care if that thing increases in value, if it decreases in value, it, because you're a Falcons fan and you were previously a Matt Ryan fan. I'll put it to you like this: <laughs> If I opened a pack of cards and I pulled a card like that, I'd be stoked mm-hmm. to pull a card that's got that many pieces of a jersey on it. And is that it? Just looks cool. Sure, for a relic card. Because I pulled a couple of relic cards, and I don't know who they are. Yeah. And I will never know who they are. But at least I know who this guy was. He played in the Super Bowl. He's an MVP. Yeah. So I was like, Tim, really? Tim? I was shocked. Honestly, I was shocked I was a $10 card. So, like, if you sent that to get graded, it's going to be worth more maybe. But I thought it was cool. So, well, and that was there's two things I was going to say. So he's walking around doing whatever. So I walk up behind him on something, and uh, he's talking to a dealer. And dealers like, uh, and that's one thing I learned real quick is like, whatever you're wearing, you're better off going to these shows with just blank clothing because I'm wearing a Jordan shirt because, of course, I am. Everywhere I went, oh, you're a Jordan fan? I got that. Uh, yeah. If, yeah. If you, you got a Pitt, if you got a Pittsburgh Pirate, oh man, you're a Pirates fan? Man, I love the Pirates. I noticed one point uh, I walked up and I'm sitting there, I'm looking at this dude's stuff and I haven't even talked to the dude. Somebody comes up and talks to him and says, like, who do you like? Like, who are you like? Uh, collecting, who are you trying to buy or whatever? And he starts naming Pittsburgh stuff. And I'm wearing a Pittsburgh Pirates hat. Mm-hmm. And he starts naming mm-hmm. old Pittsburgh Pirates players and everything. I was like, I see what you're doing. Like, I, I don't blame you. Yeah, you're trying to sell. You're but trying to relate. I, I I get it, but I'm sitting here also, and I'm I'm not want to be mean, but my knee jerk reaction is, oh man, you're Jordan fans. Like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, I bet you have some Jordan stuff. But so I'm walking, I'm hearing this guy talk to you, and he goes, Hey, uh, what's that shirt you got on? He goes, Ah, oh, it's Tim Dillon's podcast. I'm sitting here going, I want it so bad. I go, Tell him about it. <laughs> because yeah. I'm looking at the guy, I go, Yeah, hey, tell him about it. Tell him about that guy. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> a funny story from this. Um, you, you want to tell your story? Uh, yeah, I'll tell the okay. story. So, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like, if you listen to this show, you should know that by now. Is that when I go to things, it's like Justin will, in, in most cases, like this was something Justin wanted to do. He wanted to go to a card show and look around because he's he's gone full full tilt into the card world. And yeah. I was like, I like to dabble in it. Um, but I don't know what's going on. It's in freaking Scottsboro, man. Yeah. So we show up and, and they had a stage up there and there was some people that were like grading autographs or something and, and something like that is the way I, the way I gathered it. So I'm just wandering around, just not really doing anything. I'm just looking at what people got because I don't want to just immediately buy something. You were there. You were there to buy personal stuff. If I thought it was cool. Yes. I was going to buy it or whatever. I didn't think I was going to find anything because everybody there knows what they have. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find some steel or something like that, but maybe something I want. And uh, so I'm just wandering around. I was like, man, shit, that Jax is talking. I got to go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom. I walk in there. I bump into a guy. He's like, oh, man, my bad. He's like, oh, it's cool, it's cool. I was like, yeah, jack motherfucker. <laughs> go in there, use bathroom, come out, and walk around for another, like, 30, 40 minutes, and I see this line, and I was like, what is this for? And he's like, this is Trent Richardson. I look up there, I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I bump into Trent Richardson in the freaking bathroom, and I'm like, I just thought he was a dude that liked to go to the gym. Yeah. He's wearing a Space Jam shirt. I was like, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> yeah, you come up there, you come up to me, and you're like, I bumped into Trent Richardson in the bathroom. I said, huh? <laughs> it was Trent Richardson. I go, I knew he was there to sign autographs and everything. Of course, you don't, you're college football, you're like, I don't care. I don't know. Um, 
and of course Trent Richards kind of flamed out in the NFL. But you come over there and you're like, I bumped in that guy in the bathroom. I'm like, it's Trent Richardson. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I had no idea. I just thought he was because I mean he's a dude. He's, he's big. big. He's big. He's not tall, but man, no. that dude, he, he's he big. He's like built his, a fire hydrant. His freaking arms are ridiculous. I thought he was just broided out dude from the gym, man. Yeah. I just say he wore Space Jam, and I was like, I ain't gonna hold that against you. <laughs> but I thought I thought it was funny. <laughs> so that was uh, that was hilarious that you bumped into Trent Richardson. They didn't know. But you should have got an autograph. There, he ain't gonna give you an autograph. You gonna pay for that? Yeah. Um, Which he should. That's why he's there. Yeah. So I'm continuing. I finally, I I've, I've dug through dollar boxes, dollar boxes. I stumble upon this guy. Um, he's got his case open or whatever. I'm a Pittsburgh fan, um, and I'm looking in it, and there's a Franco Harris card in there that's graded, graded a six, mm-hmm. and he's got twelve bucks on it. And I'm like, oh, I, I came here to buy stuff. Uh, to resell as well as if I see something cool that I would like to put personal collection, sure. 12 bucks, I'll, I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. It's a six, it's not crazy. Older vintage cards, it's harder to find, obviously, a higher grade anyway. Um, so I talked to the dude, I'm like, hey man, I'll give you 10 bucks for it. I don't have any ones. He's cool, yeah, whatever. Hand 10 bucks. So, both Franco Harris card. Um, I got home later that day and I was like, just look it up all the stuff that I've bought what it's worth and everything and i stumbled upon that franco harris card was going for about 128 dollars on ebay at a six yes that i got for ten dollars wow so of course i see it's going for 120 i go well that's not in my collection anymore that's going on ebay yeah and it sold for 113 i think is what it and you paid 10 bucks for it i paid 10 bucks for it and it sold it for 113 so and that got me like even more like addicted to this sports card thing now that i made like 100 bucks off this one card as long as you're Um, making money Sure. Um, then I, a couple uh, people down, I found a Kobe Bryant rookie card. That's um, what blew my mind. Yeah. Kobe Bryant, uh, like the 96 Skybox uh, rookie. Um, 10. Huh? Was it a 10? It's nine. It was a nine. It was a PSA nine, yeah. Um, the guy wanted, I think, like 160, I think is what he had on it. And this is, I got lucky because the internet actually worked for me for one second. Uh, I was able to pull up eBay and somebody had just sold one on eBay uh, for 128. So I managed, I showed the guy, I was like, hey man, it just went for 128. He said, I'll do 125. So I got $35 off of it. So I got it for 125. Um, Which but, to me is, it's, it's a Kobe rookie graded yeah. for under 300 bucks. Yeah. I didn't and think you could do that. PSA 9, 125 for Kobe Bryant rookie. Later that night, another one sold for like 158. So I wouldn't flip that one immediately. I would sit on that one for a minute. I got it for a pretty good deal. I bought a couple of Kobe Bryant cards that are graded. So, and he's got a documentary coming out here soon. Last Dance style documentary. I think Kobe Bryant prices are like go up a pretty good bit. They are, but that's one of those, man. I'd sit on it for a minute. Because, I'm going to sit on it for, I, I'm um, probably going to hold it until the documentary comes out. Um, Like, I just bought stuff for me. Yeah. Like, I, I, my, one of the goals I had, I said I wanted some kind of Jordan graded card, mm-hmm. and it's really hard to get one that I'm willing to pay for. So it was like one of those things. We're about to leave, and I'm just looking around. So I'm buying something. Yeah. And I only had so much money left, and I found one. And on the back of the card, it was like an eight point five. It was um the card is like when he first come back. It's like a forty five card. Mm-hmm. On the back, it had fifty bucks. On the front, it said forty five. And I said, how much would you take? Yeah. He said, I'll take 35. I, said, I had to teach you to negotiate. Yeah, well, I wasn't really spending that much money. I, I wasn't buying were, that much. But you come up and you said you bought that Trey Young card for $15. And I was like, is that what they asked for it? Yeah. Don't ever pay what they asked yeah. for. Yeah. I mean, if it's reasonable. You got to negotiate with them. Yeah. Because they'll take less. If it's reasonable, I know. But um, it's Goblin Brain. That was a cool looking card. That's the only reason why I paid 15 bucks. I was yeah. like, it's one of the prism broken yeah. ice. I was like, that thing just looks cool. Yeah. Um, and watch him blow his ankles out next year. <laughs> but um, so he's like, well, how much would you take for it? He goes, 35 bucks. I was like, I'll take a 8.5 Jordan for 35 bucks. And then I bought it like a handful of like hologram cards I wanted when I was a kid. Yeah. And they're like 10 bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. And, but I got both of them for like 10 bucks. Yeah. So I was, I was just bought stuff for me, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, but that Matt Ryan card is cool. And now you did get, you bought a couple packs. Uh, and the guy 
Yes. He asked you if you like baseball. You said no. He said, here, take these anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they gave you a, a fat pack of baseball yeah. <laughs> for free. Yeah, it's like I bought a couple of packs of, I forgot, I even forgot what it's the ones with Luca. Contenders, yeah. Yeah, with Luca on the front. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I, I want a couple of packs. Yeah, he's what he sees. You're like, baseball's like, not at all. <laughs> he's like, here, take it anyway. He was cool. Like, he's the one I bought the Matt Ryan card from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I bought a couple packs. I went over there. I had like 35 bucks left after I bought all this stuff. Um, I found a, I got a good deal on a, a Baker Mayfield rookie and yeah. Russell Wilson rookie. And then uh, pretty much cards for free. I had like 10, 15 cards. Said he wanted 25 for the Russ, I think, and like 30 for the Baker. And I threw in the other cards. He said he'd do 55 for all of them. So I, Basically got all that stuff for free. Um, one of those cards I've got up on eBay right now that I bought, he gave me basically for free is selling for $15. So hmm. not bad. Um, that baseball pack, I didn't get nothing. <laughs> nothing. Um, <laughs> nothing. So I went back around and I bought a box. Um, and they had had a box of uh, Draft Picks Chronicles, mm-hmm. the new set. Um, it's $29, $20 regular price, $9 markup. Not horrible. Um, and it's hard to find anyway. So bought those and they had NBA hoops, single packs mm-hmm. sitting there, uh, like five card packs for $7. And the guy threw it in for the 35, uh, whatever I was a dollar short or whatever. He gave me the pack or whatever. So I, we got home, I opened them up and everything. Uh, and I opened up this single pack of NBA hoops. How many cards are in it? I think there's five, five or six. Oh, seven. Seven. It's not many. It's, it's not a lot. Very small pack. Yeah, very small pack. And pulled a LaMelo ball rookie card. Okay, so when he's he's recording this on Pastime Packs, so you can't see him. You can just see the cards in front yeah. of him. He's, I'm standing right beside him. And he pulls it. And he might as well have been a kid getting a PlayStation on Christmas. He yeah. looked at me and goes, <gasps> <laughs> Because the sheer luck of yes. buying a single pack yep. with that few cards – and you pull the card you want. I mean, that's the card everybody wants right now is LaMelo Ball rookie card. Yeah. Um, so I've sent that one off to be great. We'll see when it comes back. It looks pretty good. The odds are just astronomical. That, yeah. that one little one pack. single pack, and you pull that card. So that was cool. Um, and then uh, I opened the, the uh, Chronicles, and I pulled that uh, pink optic rated rookie Trevor Lawrence that I sent you. Which that's is, cool. A very cool card. Optic rated rookies are very cool looking cards anyway. Um, only downside is it's a Trevor Lawrence in the Clemson uniform, yeah. um, which when the pro uniforms come out, it's going to drop a little bit. But I sent that one off to get graded. I might just keep that one because that's pretty much that's the coolest card I pulled. It's still cool. Um, and it's Trevor Lawrence. Uh, we'll see what happens. A lot of upside. I, yeah. You never know. I mean, if that card comes back, I think it, it'd probably be like a nine. Um, I don't think it's going to be a 10, but even Patrick Mahomes, like Texas tech uniform stuff, like you got a PSA 10 rookie Texas tech uniform, Patrick Mahomes still get a pretty good bit of money for it. So if Trevor Lawrence turns into anything, this card will still be worth something, but I'll probably hang on to it because it's really the coolest card I pulled so far, uh, myself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I had pretty good luck on my boxes that I, my box and my pack that I got from there. So yeah, that was kind of cool. Me, not so much. <laughs> I didn't pull nothing, man. Um, but it was fun. I, I enjoyed going. Um, I think there's one in October that we had talked about possibly go. I'm going to go probably. I told Cassie who was going to be there. We might get yeah. a hotel room because I started naming everybody that was going to be there. It's a card show, but they got like people showing up. You, Flair is going to be there. Mm-hmm. And it's like 100 bucks for a picture, 100 bucks for an I just want a picture. I just because like you're running out of opportunities now. So I was like, oh, I'd get an autograph. I, I just want it, this. I'd get both. I don't want to spend 200 bucks, but I do want to get a picture with the guy. But um, it, this, that's just me. I can't make any money off that. I just want to meet the guy. But then I was like, Wade Boggs is going to be here. And Cassie's like, Wade Boggs. <laughs> so I thought about uh, laminating a Charlie and Wade Boggs from the uh, It's Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. And they get Wade Boggs to sign it. How much was he signing for? I don't know, 50 bucks. <laughs> and then uh, somehow get Charlie Day to sign the other one. And then I'll have a Wade Boggs. Charlie you can make Day. that happen. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about doing. <laughs> yeah, you can make that happen for sure. I think it'd be fun. Uh, so yeah, it was kind of our trip to the the card show. It was a, 
I had fun and I made a little bit of money off of it. So that's fun. Goblin brain. <laughs> Goblin brain is a real thing. And, uh, and it, it goes it click click. People. It does. <laughs> it's, a, it's an addictive uh, part of your brain. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening.